Okay, hey. <laughs> oh, welcome to Talk Comics to Me. I am Champ Champenstein, and we are back in both COVID-free. COVID-free. I got fucking so many tests this weekend. Got so many things shoved in my nose. That sounds pretty hot. I'm good, yeah. The, the last one, the Test Nebraska one was fucking weird, though, because that guy was, like, so chill. And I, like, rolled down the window, and I pulled my mask down, you know, and he's like, oh, cool tats, and, like, leaned against the car, and I was like, thanks, and then he was, like, complimenting, like, my hat, he's like, what does your hat say, and then, you know, he asked about my tattoos as I was, like, trying to tell him about my hat, and then he shoved it in my nose, and I went, (laughs) and it was so uncomfortable, and he was, like, not a care in the world, this dude, he Uh, was just, like, super chill, and he's like, you did really good, thanks, have a good day, and I was like... Then when we left, Brayden was like, I didn't like that. I was like, like, why didn't you like that? He was like, at least your guy was really friendly. The the woman who did his was so aggressive and didn't say a word to him. And he was like, I feel like I need to cry. Uh, Yeah, mine, the guy was like, are you nervous? And I was like, yeah, a little bit. He's like, have you done this before? I was like, yeah, it was myself. But so, you know, like, it's not like nerve wracking, but you know, it's kind of nerve wracking. I might have COVID. I'm here. Like, this fucking sucks. And then, yeah, he's like, you'll be fine. Just breathe out of your mouth. And I was like, okay. And just, yeah, just jams it down my nose. And it's like, yeah, the first time, the first one was fine. And then the second one, he just, like, aggressively swabbed up in there. And I was like, this is fine, though. This isn't even the worst thing I've ever felt. Yeah, <laughs> like, this I like, isn't even the most invasive thing that's ever happened in my life. I know. It's not even the worst thing that's been in my nose. <laughs> like, so yeah, if you ever want to, if you ever need to get a COVID test, that is the experiences we've had. Also, I forgot Happy Hanukkah. It's the first day. Oh of yes, Hanukkah, yes, so Happy Hanukkah. If you are our Jewish friends, I am. I don't. I'm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know anything about the Jewish religion. I'm sorry. Um, sun's down, so you can eat now. So that's really cool. Yeah, that's I love a, that. That's an important thing. Yes. Um. But yeah. Any other Any other facts for us? I I should have gotten the menorah right no i don't have any any facts i'm not a practicing (laughs) jew unfortunately we're gonna make you start doing that gonna have to do it it's in my blood okay so let's uh, i guess talk about comic books since this is the whole point of the podcast yes i'm sorry i have not had like any human contact for like the last week so it's been very except for my husband who is the biggest baby in the entire world and i love him so much but god rest Braden's soul god bless his little I was going to say head, but that's not true at all. His head is pretty big. God okay. bless this man. <laughs> Talk about okay. comics. Don't tell him I told, told, said his head was big. It's okay. He hears it. <laughs> okay, so I, I say that as if he's, like, listening. Yeah, he's not. He's probably making food. Okay, so I have the Camarion, the Frost Giant's daughter. Um, been really into the, the this, I guess, run of, like, Conan books lately. Um, I didn't get... The, the last it's not, one. The, it's not Conan, technically. You can't call it Conan. I, you're right. <laughs> it's with the character Conan in it. <laughs> is that better? Um, so basically the story is about this um, made-up character in a blaze called Conan. It's not the other one. Not the Marvel. It's not the Marvel one. Don't worry. Um, he's basically... <laughs> The only person left in this huge battle, and he's like bone tired and just like cold because he's in the mountains, and Same. he sees 
Right? Same. <laughs> um, he sees this beautiful woman who's, like, just chilling naked on the mountain, like, not doing anything. And he's like, woman, who are you? And she says, you're going to have to follow me. And because he's, you know, like, all messed up because of just fighting and losing a lot of blood, he, like, starts to follow her. Um, but clearly she's not who he thinks. I don't know who he thinks she is, but it's not who she is. <laughs> But it's, um, I have a feeling it's going to go into, like, who she is mythologically okay. within this universe or whatever. Um, because you don't really get to know too much about her in here other than she watches these battles and she picks the winner. Okay. Um, I do love the art for it. I think the art was really cool. I love the panel layouts. Um, I don't know. The colors were just really nice. Oh, I see a butt. Yeah, there's a butt. There's... Some boobies. Some boobies. Boobs. Yep. Boobs. Look at that cute little smile, are, too. Are there any nipples? Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're Sorry. there. But she's got skulls with her, um, you know. <laughs> she's got... It's a... <laughs> There's boobs and skulls. You know, Just... look how cute she is. I, I love it. I was really <laughs> pleased with this story. Um, and I also love anything that has to do with Norse mythology, obviously. Yes, yes. Uh, Frost giants, all that kind of stuff. And that kind of goes into that. Um, and it, like all of these fake Conan books recently, in the back they have the stories. Um, this one was actually so easy to read because I'm like the other ones. <laughs> the text is an average size. It's only four pages. And I feel like it's the first chapter of that story that had originally been mm -hmm, written. Okay. Um, I don't, I'm not sure how many issues this is going to be, but I feel like if you enjoy like the Conan universe at all, or like Conan as a character, then I think you really will enjoy this. Because right. I did. And I don't really care for Conan. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't not, I don't not like him. Yeah, just, I just know. mean, I think you do also have a thing about like that type of dude and story. Yeah. Like you love Thor. I don't know like what, what word verbiage I'm looking for here. I don't, I have no idea. Okay, well. But I'm... I know what you mean. Yeah. I just don't. <laughs> I don't know. We'll think of words some other Bad time. boy with some arms and hair. <laughs> Long hair, usually. In some sort of either mythological universe or just, like, real old. Yeah, that's... Yeah. I'll, we'll think of a word yeah. for it. <laughs> or we'll just use a dictionary sometime yeah. in our life. Maybe. All right, so this is Homesick Pilots. I don't know where I'm at here. This is issue number one. I read this issue a few weeks ago, right? Mm-hmm. And I absolutely loved it. I couldn't wait to get it in physical form because there were a few panels that I was, like, super looking forward to. And it did not disappoint. Also, the colors are beautiful. The story is really fun. Um, I don't really want to ruin it too hard. Uh, it just basically kind of follows a group of kids or foster kids, and they form this band called Homesick Pilots. That's such a cool name. <laughs> and they... It starts out at a show that's in a bowling alley, and they're kind of just trying to decide how they can make a cooler show than this band that, like, sucks. So, I mean, if you've ever been in sort of into any sort of punk and DIY shit, like, it hits home in that way really well, because you're just like, yeah, I know what it's like to go to a shitty band's, like, show, but also be like, yeah, this fucking it rocks. Like, look, <laughs> this is the stage. Yeah, this is awesome. Like, I love being so close to these gross motherfuckers. Like... <laughs> You know, there's That's accurate. Yeah, I mean. there's something about it, but it deals with them trying to decide where a better venue would be, and they decide like the main character, Amy, is like, I want to do it in this haunted house. 
I so I never got around to reading this because when I had tried oh, you, originally, you're gonna like it though. I think. No, I know <laughs> because I had started reading it um, like on my phone that one Saturday. No, it was on the actual computer that Saturday that I worked at work. Mm-hmm. But because it was like so busy, I'd never had a chance to finish. So I was like, oh, I'm just gonna go home and finish reading it. And then when I tried to load it on my computer, it just wouldn't load. Uh, that sucks. Yeah, that's what I'll, it was. I'll let you take this home, but okay. I would highly, highly suggest this. Like. Just because it is basically, yeah, about a band in a haunted house and finding the things that haunt the house is one of the better ways to describe it. But this was like the panel I was looking forward to the most. Dang, that one's so good. Yeah, so there's a whole like, I guess, two page spread of the actual like house and them inside of it. And the way it reads is just so good. Like just the way it cascades and you have to like... It's one of those things where you don't realize how much, like, intensive reading comics can be if mm-hmm. you don't know where to go. And that's, like, one of those panel setups is, like, if you don't know where to go, you'll get a little lost. But it's worth it. I love it. Um, pardon me. I now have Pantomime. This is issue number two. I I was a little iffy after that first issue. I actually really love this book quite a bit. Can I see that one? Because I didn't read the first one. Yeah, so it is about a group of special needs kids who are either, they have to use sign language, they're either deaf or mute or something of that nature, and they decide to pull off a heist, (laughs) and they decide to rob a high-profile, basically, gangster not knowing what they're doing, and he blackmails them and basically makes them pull jobs for him. So they're in this just fucking shitty-ass situation where this man is, you know, got a slime ball like, henchman who is willing to just, like, kill them, and this man is also the manager willing to kill them. That line's really good. Yeah. Yes. It's a lot of, like, this is a super fun book. Like, I love it a lot. The art is a lot of fun. I didn't know what to expect uh, going into it, really. I kind of just picked it up because I saw Christopher Sabella, the writer, talking about it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I've never read any of his work, so I wanted to just check out something of his. And here I am. Thumbs up. Yeah, it was I really, good. I really like it. It's a good, good time. Okay, ready? Yes. All right. Now we have Seven Secrets. This is issue number five. You want to... <gasps> Sorry, our friend. Oh, I got trick. so excited. Hi. I know. I was like, what happened? Did something really bad happen in this book and the I didn't opposite. read? Uh, hello, Patrick. Nice to see you again. Hello. Uh, so go ahead. Okay. So uh, in the last issue, the, the bad guy, Eamon, you find out that he is the son of the number one secret leader. Um, in this one, it kind of... Shows what happens next after they've been infiltrated. Um, they're all going to a, a cute little safe zone, uh, but it's not as safe as you think it is. Um, they just get fucked. <laughs> yeah, no, this is literally them just getting the shit end of the stick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it seems like no matter how far in advance they planned, it just doesn't matter because yeah, he knows their next I was move. saying, yeah, there's, there's somebody a step ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That's like, I don't know why. I love that page so much. Yeah, the um, art in this is really, really fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I think that, like, is part of the reason this book is so good because it sells, like, the art sells all of the action of the book itself. And this, since it is so action driven, 
it is really important for the art to come off the way it does. Give me a fucking bad guy in chains, you know I'm in. <laughs> yeah, I love the layers and the depth that this issue also put into play, because you realize that your main character or your main bad guy, Amon, might not just be, like, as bad as you think he is or in the position that you think he is originally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fun, fun little read, especially if you enjoy action stuff. Do we know how many issues this was going to be? I can't remember. Because it's, it's one of those stories where if they were to do, like, I don't know, eight issues, cool, whatever, done. But it's also one of those where I just want to know more. Yeah, I just wanted yeah. to keep going. I would also love to go back and learn the lore of this. So yeah. So even if they... Oh, God. <laughs> don't worry about it. No, I think that was my cat. My cat decided to uh, try to make a bed out of all my comics last night. And he got scared when I yelled at him, so I think that was him when he ran away. Whatever. Uh, yeah, no, same. But uh, yeah, I would like to learn learn the lore a little bit more about the secrets and how it came to be. I don't know. There's a, I put this on my top ten comics of 2020. I put it on mine, too. Yeah. I'm still working on my list, by the way. You would think me having almost two weeks off of work, I'd be able to do something that was time-worthy, but... It's fine. No. My list will change when we record, because there's some other things where I'm like, oh, maybe I'll just switch that away with something else. So, yeah. yeah. But yeah, like I really like I love this book. There's something like very I don't know heartwarming about it at the same time. Yeah, it's a very deep action story and it it just like it shouldn't be, but it does it so well. Yeah. By the way, the John Wick movies are fantastic. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on now. Okay. Uh, this is Alien screenplay numero five, so if you know what happens at the end of Alien Ooh. That is uh, then kind you know of, how uh, this ends. This is kind of what happens then. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's it. I did really love this. This was probably the best art once again in an alien comic this. that I have read in the more recent yeah. time frame. Uh, Damn, this is really good. Yeah, yeah. I I wasn't lying when I said that. <laughs> I just wasn't expecting it to actually be like really good. You know, like. <laughs> I was expecting it to be better than the other yeah, stories, but yeah, for it yeah. to actually be, like, legitimately good art, I was like, damn, dude, okay. Yeah. I don't know, there was something also I liked about, like, the different takes on the character since it was the character since it was from the original screenplay. Right. I, I did like it quite a bit. I, I do think if you know any Alien fans, it's probably something that would be in their, like, wheelhouse of stuff to enjoy. Okay. Perfect. That's all I gotta say about that. Uh, now I have... Uh, this is year zero. This is issue number two. Yeah. <laughs> two. Two. This is technically issue number seven, but this is volume two, issue number two. Two and two. So year zero is just a zombie apocalypse story split up into four different stories about the people surviving in the world. And it's not the original four people you said, No, right? it's yeah, not. Yeah, that's the, right, because that girl has that name. Yeah. So in the first volume, you follow a completely different set of four people I really like I don't know there's something enjoyable about it because it is following different people throughout all of the stories Tina Pumper yeah Tina Pumper (laughs) (laughs) Tina Pumper got pregnant in the back of a fucking storage warehouse look we've all been and now she's stuck there and about to give birth uh that's That's only Tina Pumper full circle (laughs) that's only Tina Pumper's story though I'm not gonna tell you anybody else's I only care about Tina Pumper (laughs) But yeah, I really like it because the different 
people also have different like colors kind of associated with them every time. I do like it because it is fairly like quick in the way it delivers everything and you're not kind of sitting on it for a, a like a bunch of time. So I guess if you like zombie stuff, this is something that would be like enjoyable. Right. I, um, I remember, I just made a weird noise with my mouth. Um, I enjoy words. (laughs) Yeah. Just like, um, I did, I think enjoy the first volume a lot because for it being a zombie story, they don't really focus on the zombies. They focus on the growth of the characters, which I've always really, I preferred when it comes to zombies, Mm -hmm. which is why I watched the walking dead for so long. Because it stopped being about zombies at some point and started being more about characters. Yeah. So that's what I really enjoyed about that. Does it follow through in the second volume in the same way? Yeah, I feel like I do. It's hard to say because I do get tired of a zo- like zombie shit, you know? Right. That makes I think sense. we all kind of do. So it's like, yeah, I like the first volume. Yeah, I'm enjoying this. Would it, like, if they do another volume? probably not gonna hop like stay on it because it's like how many times can you do that like even if you do different characters every time and how much like growth can you give everybody and like what can you truly say yeah makes sense yeah and you know read so many issues in the walking dead so Mm -hmm. we've been there we've we did this i've read so many zombie stories yeah (laughs) yeah i would say it's it's dumb all right let's talk about red mother this is about my mother who is red so Daisy, she's in a terrible, terrible place. Yes. Um, she figures out about the cult, um, about how all of her friends are not really her friends. They're just using her, <laughs> which is just so sad for her. Yeah, and she figures <clears throat> out her new boyfriend is also... Ian. Ian, sorry. I know, you loved him. I did. I loved him so much. <laughs> uh, Ian is also dead. And this has kind of all been about her and, like, getting the red mother to her. It is uh, definitely winding down. I oh, think, yeah, I no, think for we sure. agreed one issue, maybe two if they do, like, a weird prologue or whatever. Yeah. Oh, and wait, it, aftermath? Yeah. Wait, what is it called? Epilogue. An epilogue. <laughs> Sorry, I'm having trouble with everything today. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I don't even... I don't know. They could definitely do an epilogue in there because, I mean, this st- story could go on for right. countless different people. It is a very slow burn, I feel like, mm-hmm. but it's been worth it. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, I really enjoyed it, especially getting to this point mm-hmm. in the story because it was exactly how I wanted it to be, and I loved that. Yeah, that part was fucking wild. With how deep those knives are, there's no way they didn't puncture their brains, so how? <laughs> how are they just like, how? yeah. Uh, I did love, like, I do love how it hits all of those horror element beats, too. Like, if this was a movie, it would just do, like, those sorts of things it needs to do. Oh, yeah. Like, the it subtle hits horror like a, throughout yeah, it. Like, like, it's definitely, like, a weird, culty, like... Like a 70s yeah. horror. Where you don't actually know if it's scary until it gets mm-hmm. to the end, and then you're like, oh, my God, because it's more real than it is, like, the the fake horror I guess, that you do strictly for storytelling. Like, this is, like, a real thing. Yeah, it's, like, that trauma and then also her, like, going out of her way to go somewhere else and, like, build relationships with those people who are actually just using her to, like, bring this being back to the earth. Which is cool. I like the story. This is what I mean. Yeah, That's not not cool for her. Like, I feel really bad for her. (laughs) 
That poor woman has been through so much. Yeah, I know this would be the worst time. And I would, I think if I were her, I'd just be like, fuck it. I would just get rid I, of the eye. Like, that seems to be the start of all of it. Just throw the eye away. Just get rid of the other eye. Yeah, that's true. You don't need eyes. Maybe that's the whole thing. Just get rid of both your eyes. You'll be safe. Don't worry about it. Done. Excuse me. Okay, I got my G books. Get the G's. I have Giga. This is issue number two. I won't talk about this too much because I'm going to let Heather borrow it. But I'm real sold on this this book after issue number two. I'm not a huge fan of, like, I guess robot shit? Like, giant robot shit? Me either. Not into it. I do like the fact that, like, these robots were like are, like, gods to these people, though. I do like the fact they live inside, and I do, like... I don't know how this story, like, builds the characters a lot more and you learn a lot more about, like, what this world is and what's, like, potentially going to happen. Mm -hmm. So I like that element. And also I do like that weird religious element in it as well where, you know, like, somebody is going to hopefully be pushing against that religion and I I do like that a lot. I I mean, because the religion is the robots, right? Which, I mean, the... Yeah, like, the robots are their, like, gods, but I wouldn't say, like, the religion is, like, the robots, and I wouldn't say the robots have, like, I wouldn't say the robots are, like, oh, yeah, you must worship us either. They had nothing to do with it. It's just humans needing something to worship and seeing these empty (laughs) shells of, like, things and being, like, this works. We can live here, too. Like, we (laughs) might as well worship it. Uh, Yeah, I do, you know, it's good. It's good. It's worth it. Okay. Art is not my favorite 100%, but I do, I still enjoy it regardless. And the art isn't, like, shut me off personally enough. To, right. It's just not my gig, which is totally chill. It's not your giga. Yeah, it's not my giga. <laughs> but giga is my giga. It is my giga. <laughs> All right. Okay. I have Getting It Together. This is issue number three. Three. Uh, they all go to a show and take Molly. Love that for them. <laughs> yeah. Love that. It is, uh, it's really great, honestly, like, just the trip itself, like, while they're... I love when comic books, like, that portray the whole taking of the drugs with the art, mm-hmm. like they did in Deadly Class, like, those yeah, issues yeah. when they were doing all those drugs. I love the way that the story yes, is I... told that way. Yeah, and it, like, it just adds that layer, too, because it just does a really good job of kind of showing what it's like to... That's what you see when you take Molly, <laughs> those pages. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Uh, so, yeah, I did, I like, I like this book a lot. Just kind of, like I said, a current, just, like, life, it's telling of life. life. Yeah, like, how your fucking mid-20s go. <laughs> If you're in a band, I guess. or And when you go through breakups in general and just having to see that person places or trying to, like, maintain that friendship and... It's not worth it. Yeah. Sometimes. Depends, I suppose. <laughs> All right. Now on to some weird shit. Yeah, this is really weird. <laughs> this is Lonely Receiver. This is issue number four. This story is also coming to an end. And our main character, Katrine, uh, is losing her mind. Yeah, so this has a mature reader sticker on it because it's fucking bananas. There's a lot of banana banging in here and, like, drug use and violence and just a lot of banging. There is so much banging in this. So basically, Katrine decides that she is going to try and find uh, Ryan Rin. 
in the underbrush. Is that what they call it? Uh, yes. I believe so. And that is basically just a zone of people blending into each other while doing very erotic acts. It's really intense. Yeah, it's like a disappearing into your own mind where other people also are. I feel like it's like specific to those people who are like her, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. who aren't exactly stable. Yeah, and it it does it does go to show like and she does talk about that like that attachment to having to be like surrounded by people and feeling that love and then it just becomes like so she's becoming so numb to those feelings that it just like doesn't matter and like she's still trying to find her like one true love right it's a it's a weird book and like heather and i were talking earlier you can definitely feel and see the david cronenberg like inspiration inspiration (laughs) within the book because this Last, like this particular issue is just very, very like. <laughs> you did you miss the homesick pilots talk? Because I I already went off about homesick pilots. I talked about it like first. It was, yeah, it was like the first book. Mm-hmm. I haven't read it yet though, so um, I'm going to tonight probably. <laughs> but yeah, this book is dirty. Yeah, it's um. What, what, what did I... Body horror. Body horror. B- body horror. I was like, what term did I use for it? <laughs> um, which I we discovered is pretty much all of Zach Thompson's writing, which is cool. Like, I'm into mm-hmm, that. Because mm-hmm. I've enjoyed everything of his that I've read, so... Yeah, so far. So just, uh, just very interesting, uh, especially for comics. I, I like that, actually. Now that I'm thinking about it, there's yeah. not many people that do that. Yeah, and I think, yeah, Jen Hickman pulls it off really well in the art and, like portraying like the way that all the people connect Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it was really well done yeah um if you like really dirty books about being in love and having it only one-sided because the other half is a telephone (laughs) (laughs) um i recommend this one this is fun uh i mean that's not wrong it's just funny (laughs) to hear it like that right (laughs) yeah i was trying to think of a way to like explain it and i'm like wait that's like exactly what it is i patrick i can't say it all again just when we're done just have to play the video from the beginning and then watch what we say yeah or when i load it to youtube or i'll just cut it and i'll send it to you via email you write down what you want a b or c and uh, I'll do it. For, we'll just do all just of them. for you. For you. <laughs> all right. So now, ready? Yes, we've got Norse mythology. This is issue number three. And um, this is just more stories about Norse mythology. Yeah, no, that's like, like the only way to yeah. describe what happened. Like, and this one, a, a traveler comes to Asgard and is like, you know, I want to marry this woman. Let me do it. And Odin's like, no, dog, you can't do that. This is not how it works here. He's going to build a wall for them. Yeah, he's going to build a wall. For what reason? I don't know. To keep the frost giants out. They don't need a wall. The frost giants are on a different planet. See, this is... <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, this is I what know. the story said. I know, I know. It's just never You can't understood. argue with me. There's words in here that told me what it was about. Neil Gaiman knows the story. I get it. I get it. <laughs> so he comes, and he's like, I'll build this wall for you, and in return, I want the sun, I want the moon, I want this woman. Odin says no, and Loki says, you know what? You might as well just let him do it, because he's not going to be able to finish it in this amount of time. Joke's on him. Dude has a magical horse. 
And he's just strong. I was saying he's very strong. And they're like, oh, must be a giant. Yeah. So um, he is getting close to finishing his end of the bargain, like, on time, which means that he'll get the sun, the moon, and Freya. And then they're like, Loki, I hate you. You do everything wrong. So Loki goes to go fix it in a, in a Loki way, which, you know, is not... It's gonna backfire. Yeah, it's gonna. It all is always backing <laughs> firing for him. <laughs> Can't even talk because I'm. <laughs> okay. Next. Are you ready for this? I suppose. Gonna do a little dance to get ready, cause we don't have good things to say. Says so I'm gonna double finger it. <laughs> That's how I feel about this book right now. Uh, so now we have crossover issue number two. Um. Can I start off with one thing that I did really enjoy? Yeah, actually, that's the way to do it. Um, I really love the art for this book. Yeah, no, the art is the, wonderful. Yeah, the art, the colors, panels even are fantastic. I think that the artist that they chose for this, beautiful. Good job. I, Good and job. I, and I do like the distinction, like the way the comic book characters look mm-hmm. in comparison. Yeah, there are a lot of very, like the colors are really great. Yes. I just but, wanted to start yeah, off with yeah. that because, of course... I don't, I don't really like saying bad things about books. Even when I read normal books, if I don't like them, and I'm only a quarter of the way through, I read it all the way. And I, when I rate them on Goodreads, I never give <laughs> below three stars, regardless of how much I hated the book, because there's always something about it that I do like. Yeah, and I, you know, and I know we'll have our feelings, and I know we'll, I mean get the next several issues and read it. Mm-hmm. And I, it could just be this one issue that's, yeah. like, off. Yeah, there are, like, a few things about it I've been, like, a little iffy about. But mm-hmm. that's, like, things I can kind of overlook within time. Like, her name <laughs> uh, is one of those things where it feels, like, just gimmicky. Yes. Uh, so, and, like, the idea is something, like, I love, you know me, I love meta sort of stuff. But that also feels a little gimmicky. Um, within this issue, like, the way it starts out just feels, like, ham-fisted in a joke where it's like, ha, 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 my buddies are in this book, which is like, okay, cool, dude, I, I get it. But then it... You're friends with famous people. <laughs> yeah, but then it doubles down on itself and is like, but wait, this isn't actually part of the story. This story. Um... So the whole idea of crossover is that this giant event happened where the real world real world superheroes <laughs> real world uh the superheroes came into our world and they've been kind of put into a a gulag basically and our two main characters are ellie and what's the dude's kid's name kyle rittenberg <laughs> jesus is that what it was <laughs> no that's that's the dude who killed people well <laughs> In a protest. I actually don't know what this kid's name is. Lewis? I don't know. Hold on. Uh, You talk about it and I'll figure it out because I do need to know. So he is very pressured by his father to do things. He decides to throw a... Ryan? Ryan. Okay. Uh, Throw a Molotov cocktail into the comic book store and burns it down. He ends up getting recruited by this, like, underground never speak of sort of black yeah ryan orion black suit organization where he is recruited to do something that he doesn't know but he is given a gun (laughs) and that is that and a super bullet and a super bullet 
Um, the thing for me personally that I just couldn't handle within this issue and I felt didn't work the way Donny Cates wanted it to for me. It just feels insensitive. It does feel insensitive is um, he does liken these people from this comic book universe who don't have powers to people being in uh, ice camps at the border. Uh, so it it feels very disrespectful um, because, you know, those are very real people dealing with a very real situation, being taken from their families, kids missing, can go on and on and on. It just feels... It was just done very poorly. Yeah. And the fact that he was trying to incorporate into his story about white superheroes just seems really, yeah. really insensitive. It just didn't hold, like, especially for something that is so real and so heavy, it didn't hold the weight that it should. It was something that was just thrown in there in just, like, a page and just didn't feel... It's, I mean, it is, it's, I don't know. It's uh, doing an injustice to the people who have suffered in these camps. Yeah, no, 100%. 100%. It's not, like, I know some people will find that, like, something where it's, like, bringing the message forward to what's happening, but I don't think it's bringing the message forward if it doesn't talk about it more than that. Yeah, I was (laughs) going to say, if if that was the intention, then there should have been more than just one page of them just saying, hey, this is where these people are. It, they should have actually explained what these camps are, what they do to these people. They should have done more. Like, that that's that's not bringing it to the table or giving anyone more information about it. That's just taking a real-life situation and somehow trying to apply it to your fake story. And it just was not done well. No, no. So... That's that's what we have to say about that. I don't. I really enjoyed the art <laughs> for it. I thought it was beautiful. I think, like for me personally, yeah, that was just one thing that I. It's almost unforgivable, personally. So I'm just. I honestly only read the first one because I was like, "Oh, cool, it's going to be a love story," and now I just don't want to read it because, despite it being a love story, I don't want to see this girl and this dude who's killing people. Even though I would normally be into that, but (laughs) in this context, no, I just don't. I'm not interested anymore. I don't care if she falls in love with him for whatever reason. I don't care. Well, yeah. Do whatever you want. I don't want to read it. Anyway, uh, abolish ICE. Mm -hmm. Yes, defund the police. Defund the police and, uh, you know. Get rid of the prison system. Yeah, thank you. Next. We we got marauders. Speaking of um, vigilantes. (laughs) So... We finally get some redemption with Sebastian Shaw. This art also in here was incredible. I loved it. It's basically Emma and Kate just kicking the shit out of Sebastian Shaw for... You know how I am with facial expressions. Yeah, like for he- killing Kate and she just ruins some whiskey. It's... A phenomenal read. It's yeah, a really great time. Yeah, he gets so upset every time that she gets rid of whiskey. He's like, no, please. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, yeah, I, I love it. They fuck him up. <laughs> That's like one of... This <laughs> issue... Okay, 
So I know we've discussed it before how, you know, we're going to take some things off of our poll and how both of us were just kind of like on the fence with Marauders. Like we liked it, but also like we don't need to read it anymore. Mm -hmm. I feel like we got out of it what we wanted out of it. But this issue made me want to continue reading it because this is why I wanted to read this story. Like this is the kind of shit that I wanted to read. Fucking Kate. I can't. I'm so excited. (laughs) I'm so excited for it. They're all the reactions, yeah. nightcrawlers. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> ha, no. <laughs> Love it. It's so good. It does get taken to the council and uh, Yeah, no, it's uh it's really exciting. I did take Marauders off. I actually did take like I said, all of the X books off, I'm pretty sure, after December. So, like I said, I'll probably end up getting trades or reading off the wall, but I I'm still getting I took a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. off. Nope. You know, me trying to Oop. talk. <laughs> I took a bunch of stuff off, but I did keep uh, most of the X books, so you can still read like whichever uh-huh. ones I have. Whatever. I just felt like I was like, all right, I'll just go more into independence, mm-hmm. and I have a lot of trades that I want to read too. So makes sense. I'll have some trade stuff to talk about sometime. I took a lot of Marvel stuff off of mine, <laughs> and I was not expecting to. Like did, I took Avengers off. I was like, did, I was about to ask if you finally took Avengers I did. off, um, because that issue. I mean, I did get it the 39 mm-hmm. or whatever that was today it's a prologue to the phoenix one so i was like i gotta take that off now <laughs> i don't want to read that all right and then last i have sword it's i don't know s-w-o-r-d yeah s-o-w s-w-o-r-d so i i know how to sell i know how to i know how to sell swords Words today <laughs> I, know, you know I, know how to I know how to sell swords <laughs> You you know what? Let's get a bunch of sword trade, like just you know, extra swords trades, and I'll just be like, "Hey, hey, here to sell swords. I'm sword here to sell you some my... swords, my friends." All right, what is it about <laughs> swords? Duh. Uh, so this is about them powering up the sword space station, going into like space and ste- stealing stealing stuff. Potentially love that corner. I don't know if I understood what was happening. I don't know any of these characters, so that was a. I know Cable. Cable was in it. (laughs) Yeah, Cable and what? Yeah, so I don't know any of these people, which was Magneto. Yeah, I knew Magneto. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So that was kind of a downfall for me, but I still had a good time. Still enjoyed it. I know Gateway. Yeah, art was really great. So they basically have used a bunch of different people to be able to travel through space and get anywhere at any point. It's pretty cool. Dude, Magneto with the gray hair, he can just, like, get it. (laughs) And, yeah, I mean, if you like space shit, and I think this is going to do, like, Marvel galactic shit, it's going to do X-Men shit, it's about to... It's about to get interstellar. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Did I do it? You did it. Uh, and yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Do you got anything? No. That's all I got. I had one book outside of the ones I read. Oh, that's not even the right one. <laughs> uh, this one. Yes, I had one book that Champ did not have, so um, I apologize. Last, yeah, last week we had a bit of a um, funny week. Yeah, and I will get that video uploaded with this video. I'm sorry, I've just been slacking i have no excuses i'm just lazy we don't have covid (laughs) we don't have covid we don't have covid i spent six hours on sunday watching a valhalla murders a detective show how was that i love it you love it i started watching (laughs) that show uh to the lake yes yes that that russian netflix show 
I mean, you know I'm a sucker for, like, any sort of foreign detective shit. So right, like, right. I was like, I'm going to put this mo- this show on in the background, going to edit some video. And then, of course, you just Yeah, yeah I was like, but what if I just watch this and play yeah. on my phone instead? Yeah. We all know that game. So I will get them all uploaded. Thanks for watching, as always. We love you. Wear a mask. Don't forget, we still have shirts up for sale. Um, I am doing a bunch of printing this weekend, so if you want them before Christmas, we can do it. Uh, And yeah, you know, take care of your friends. Make sure you get tested. Yeah, get tested. Just get tested a lot, just for fun. I mean, it's a good time. Yeah, you might as well, too. Like, just for peace of mind. Just do it. Yeah. It doesn't hurt. It takes two seconds. It'll make your eyes water, but that's about it. Uh, You might be able to feel it in your throat for the next two hours (laughs) afterwards, because I definitely could, but... Uh, All right, so go to your local comic book shop. Buy books. We love you. We'll see you on the flippity flip.